Happy New Year and welcome to All Things Cozy with Matt and Jillian. We are a bi-weekly podcast about everything that is warm, soft, and comforting. Today, for the seventh year in a row, we are rolling out the red carpet for the Cozy Awards. Where we'll honor the coziest movies, TV shows, songs, books, news stories, and all things cozy community member contributions of 2023. Before we raise a mug to the people and things that helped us stay cozy in 2023, let's sweep the gingerbread off the news desk and see what's cozy in the news in 2024. Our first story comes courtesy of Celeste, one of our cozy listeners. Thank you, Celeste. Cats and rodents don't usually make good roommates, but at Zoo Nagara in Malaysia, one might spy something fuzzy and orange in the capybara exhibit. Capybara are, of course, the world's largest and arguably most adorable rodents. And that orange ball of fuzz is Oyen, a stray house cat who has made his home among the capybaras of Zoo Nagara. Videos of Oyen snuggling and sleeping among the capybara made him a viral sensation. Everyone's going viral these days. <laughs> so much so that now the sign outside the enclosure reads capybara, of course, but now there's a smaller sign beneath it and Oyen. Adorable. If rodents and cats can get along in 2024, why can't we? Though I think that does help when the prey is twice the size of the would-be predator. <laughs> Thanks again, Celeste, for sharing the story. It's super cute. I mean, Very cute. D- check out the link in our show notes to see adorable photos of a cat snuggling with capybara. Very, very, very cute. And I love all the listener suggestions and news news stories that get sent our way. Some send it straight to our Instagram, and that's always nice to, to open up. It's a pep in our step. And it's the first pep in the step that I mentioned, 2024. <laughs> May we have many more peps yes. in our steps. So cats, rodents, and now a benevolent monster named Jilly. At least I think it's Jilly, but since I'm a Jilly, I'm going to call it Jilly. But <laughs> it could be called Gilly. <laughs> in this next story, People Magazine reported, we meet Allison Weaver, a mom spreading kindness via her son's stuffed toy. A cute monster like creature with bright blue hair, tiny ear horns, green hands, and a crooked, sweet smile. Although Jilly started out as her son's toy, Allison found comfort in Jilly after a hard day, giving it a hug that eased whatever she was going through. That inspired Allison to bring Jilly everywhere she went. And I have to have a side note here. Did she steal her son's toy? (laughs) (laughs) That's not quite clear. Encouraging coworkers and even strangers to hug Jilly to brighten their day. Jilly, as you know, many, many folks now are a star on YouTube with his own channel as a flat Stanley of sorts, as everyone can follow along with his, with his adventures from riding a horse to celebrating Christmas. And if you meet Jilly on the street, he'll give you a kindness bracelet. I think it's interesting that Allison really took on Jilly and made, made him a star and, you know, takes him everywhere she goes. But I think it's really cute. And I like the concept of something that's so small and seemingly silly it can bring folks a lot of joy. I love Flat Stanley as a kid. And so this is really similar where you see Jilly in all different kinds of scenarios. And I think that's really fun to follow along. And I imagine kids like it, but also it's clear that Jilly brings brightness to adults too. I was going to say that it reminds me of Flat Stanley, that sort of traveling mascot. I also have questions around the origin of Gilly or Jilly. It looks handmade. The eyeballs mm-hmm. are like ping pong balls. Was it made for the sun? Was it ever really the sun's? 
<laughs> was it always the moms? I have questions about that too, because it's funny how like the the origin is like she was having a hard day. And so she's like taking this stuffed monster from her kid. And it's like, let me have a hug at that, which is like, okay. But then she's like, and never giving it back. Now it's my social media assistant. <laughs> well, um, there's a photo of her with Jilly Allison. And it looks like she's in her wedding dress. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe she, I guess Jilly came to the wedding. Or they could or, have sent... Or maybe he's included. It's 2024. You know, it, it, things have changed. Maybe he's <laughs> part of it's a thruple. We don't know. Maybe. <laughs> or, she, or she could be sending it to other families, like a true Flat Stanley. That was a freak for Flat Stanley back in the day. I love that Stanley. A couple of my nieces and nephews, as they've gone through school, we've been a part of some Flat Stanleys in our time. And it's always a delight to show Stanley around L.A. Yeah. I just thought it was a cute little story. It is and, cute. Yeah. It's, it's also like a cute uh, little handmade um, stuffed animal. I took all... a little stuffed animal to get my blood drawn. <laughs> and the nurse said, I've never seen anything like this in my life. <laughs> Shocking nurses in 2024. That's that's yeah. our that's our goal in the new well, year. I don't like blood draws, but if whatever gets you through it, <laughs> Gilly or Jilly could have helped you out there too. <laughs> well, now that we are up to date on some news items for the new year, I think it's time to look back on the coziest of 2023 this is one of our favorite episodes that we do julian i don't know how you feel about it oh it's always so fun i mean the most exciting thing is looking to see at the end of the voting period how it all shook out yeah and, and, and honestly along. there's always some shockers so really excited to reveal the results thank you all for voting a little background on how our cozy awards come to be initially julian and i make a huge list of everything that we can think of for each category we add to that the nominations from listeners because we solicit because we, you know, we're only two people. So we need all of your cozy expertise to help inform because we can't read every book or see every movie or TV show. So we want to know what's out there. And so we also take into consideration the, the listener suggestions for each category. And then Julian and I go through and we argue, we duke it out for those final nominees. We take a, we, we blend it we all together. We don't talk for weeks. <laughs> We usually actually agree on most of them. Typically, it's like three out of the five of them are clear nominees. And then we negotiate for the, the final one or two for each category. And then we put out those final nominations and they're open to voting. So it's almost like a People's Choice Awards in that sense, where once we make the nominee list, we lose control over the process and our listeners step back in and they pick what they think was the coziest of 2023. So while we help curate these nominees, uh, we don't pick the final winners. It is you, our listeners, who do. Thank you all for weighing in, both helping us make these lists, but also choosing the coziest of the coziest of 2023. I think this is one of the go-rounds where the competition was very fierce. A yes. lot of close close ones. Yeah, we were looking at the results and a lot of categories, the winners were just there by a few votes. Tough competition. That's a good thing. It meant it was a very cozy year. And there's a lot of great choices to make. Are we ready to start the seventh annual Cozy Awards? <laughs> Our first category is Coziest News Story. This is when Julie and I shuffle up all the papers on our news desk for the year with some listener recommendations, of course. And we find out what were the coziest headlines that warmed our hearts in 2023. Our presenter for this category is Julian. <laughs> Matt and I had to rehearse this beforehand because for whatever reason, <laughs> this really trips me up. But I think I'm going to do a great job. So 
coziest news story of 2023. The previous winners include Bernie Sanders' inauguration middens, a man with a dream, and a pumpkin named Berta. And the nominees are Vermont Man's book becomes bestseller thanks to daughter's TikTok, the pumpkin spice sweet, world's largest sweet potato, frog shoes, angriest sea otter in California is a new mom. And the winner is... Angriest Sea Otter in California is a new mom. Congratulations, Angriest Sea Otter. Yeah, congratulations. We, we'll, we'll toss out the award into the Pacific Ocean for the sea otter to collect <laughs> in the form of uh, some mussels or oysters. Well, so many really cozy news stories this year. And if you folks didn't get a chance to research it, the pumpkin spice sweet, because that doesn't leave a lot, that, that title. I was thinking as you were reading the nominees, <laughs> like, frog shoes. <laughs> <laughs> like someone who d doesn't follow the show or like doesn't remember that news item like what the heck are they talking about i think in the uh the survey that all of you took i think there was a more uh fleshed out title <laughs> i guess when i put this together i i just decided to be really unhinged and just put frog shoes <laughs> so the pumpkin spice suite is the wolf lodges really decked out for for the fall 2023 they had some special rooms and you could pay a little bit more to have a hotel suite complete with unlimited pumpkin spice lattes had a really cute bedspreads that were fall themed it was just a fall wonderland when you walked in i think it was the first time we ever saw a hotel really pay tribute to fall in that way so that was a really neat and cozy thing and hopefully they do it next year because it seemed like it was a hit uh, among folks, especially those fall diehards. And then frog shoes, really high fashion and literally just frog shoes. There's really not much more to say about that, except the price tag was so hefty, $500. I personally would wear them. I think that they're super cute. They have a little frog head face where, you know, the toes are, but it's not webbed or anything like that. It just has a, a frog face on them. And they're high fashion frog shoes. I was hoping that would win as a frog enthusiast, but say lovey. I was looking at some sort of bi-generation animal mascot. And for millennials, like owls were hu huge and we had owl everything. And then now Gen Z is all about frogs. Frogs are everywhere. And I think, Jillian, it's funny how you've been Gen Z from the beginning. You've just always been on Team Frog. I know. You're not going to explain world's largest sweet potato? <laughs> I'm kidding. So... I was actually really convinced oh. that that was going to win because this category has a history already of giant vegetables winning. You know, it was really close. It was only eight away from the ultimate winner, the Angry Sea Otter. And on the survey, the title was Man Harvests World's Largest Sweet Potato. So I guess it doesn't really have any more context. But I was I was hoping for that one just because I think it's super cute when these older folks or just anyone out there has a has a dream like that. And it's such a sweet, humble, earnest thing to do. Yeah, this is one of my favorite categories. And we've only done it for three years. So, Well, the new segment was relatively new. We'd always do, what's making you feel cozy? And then eventually we're like, not much. <laughs> Let's <laughs> yeah, get some news right. items in here. I'm, I'm not surprised the uh, angriest sea otter won. I mean, sea otters are adorable. Yeah. Love to wrong. see it. The, the new mom. Our next category is Coziest TV Show of 2023. Previous winners include The Great British Bake Off twice, The Good Place, Schitt's Creek, Ted Lasso, and All Creatures Great and Small. And the nominees are 
Somebody, Somewhere, The Gilded Age, The Golden Bachelor, Strange Planet, The Way Home. And the winner is... A tie. Somebody, Somewhere, and The Gilded Age. Congratulations to both of those TV shows. Both very different. (laughs) Both on HBO. Huge (laughs) win for HBO. Excuse me, Max. Max. The Gilded Age is something I really love watching. It's funny to think about like the entire plot of season two was whether or not this woman will get opera seats or where people will be watching the opera in New York. There's more. I'm oversimplifying it, but like that's a compliment. This is a show that moves slowly. (laughs) I love it because my my partner tends to watch shows that I see violent, just not really my speed. And I know that if we're sitting on the couch and she puts on the Gilded Age that I'm safe and I don't have to run out of the room. So I like it for that reason. I think Cynthia Nixon is very cozy in it. I like her character, but that's all I, that's all I know of that. Somebody somewhere I'm going to have to watch because clearly it's a, it's a hit. I watched a couple episodes. It's, it's very contemplative and real and the relationships in the show are very cozy. I'm not surprised that it also won. It is a very cozy show. And, and my husband is a big viewer of that show. And so that's why I've seen seen it through the grapevine, the same way that you watch The Gilded Age, actually. <laughs> Maybe our partners were like furiously clicking uh, this year on the awards. Yes. I'm a little upset The Golden Bachelor didn't win. I know, Matt, you're not crying about it. I am it, not but... crying about that. <laughs> no, Jerry slash Gary, I still don't really know. <laughs> he just had his wedding. If you're dying for coverage, come to thelist.com and for body language expert commentary and fashion commentary on the Golden Bachelor wedding. I can't wait to hear what people have to say about the body language of Gary slash Jerry. We got an expert on it. So, <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to the coziest movie of 2023. Previous winners are The Big Sick, Paddington 2, Downton Abbey, Soul, Single All the Way, and Hocus Pocus 2. And the nominees are Asteroid City, Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret, a Haunting in Venice, The Holdovers, You Are So Not Invited to My Bat Mitzvah. And the winner is... Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret. Yay! I'm very happy to see this take it. I had identified this as one of the movies that I was most excited to see in 2023. And it was December, and we're making this list. And I remember that movie, and I'm like, oh my goodness, I never saw it. And so I raced to my TV, I immediately watched it and was so glad I did because I was right. (laughs) It was extraordinarily cozy, such a sweet and powerful movie. Highly recommend a watch. It's streaming right now. I think if you have stars, it's on that. If you have stars uh, or you can rent it, um, any streaming platform. Coziest casting ever. Yes. And, And a lot of great movies this year. I mean, Julian and I had a lot of fun at A Haunting in Venice. If you recall, oh, I love that. Jillian was the guest on an episode of Maximum Film to discuss A Haunting in Venice. And now we're far enough away f- of that for me to share, if, if you're comfortable with it. When Jillian reached out and like let me know that she was going to be on that show, and she asked me if I had any advice for her, and I had mentioned, like, oh, yeah, well, that's the new Poirot movie. It's off of Kenneth Branagh's Murder on the Orient Express, and then there was Death in the Nile, which we talked about those movies on this show and then Jillian was like what she thought it was like a saw movie she had no idea that it was a Poirot film so she was relieved 
And it made sense then why she was asked to be on the show. Well, yeah, I thought, I was like, and, why would they want one, me on this? And one more thing. Listen to her appearance on Maximum Film for a couple of reasons. One is you begin the episode, huge sea otter conversation to kick off, very cozy. But then also just Jillian trying to say Poirot Palooza <laughs> multiple times was I still a delight. Can't say it. It is so hard for me. Poirot Palooza. Not that, but close. And Poirot. and yeah, all these films are cozy. I mean, A Haunting in Venice, I personally felt like that was the strongest yet of Branagh's Poirot films. I and it. I really enjoyed that movie. And Asteroid City, beautiful aesthetic, new, new Wes Anderson film. And The Holdovers, I got a little annoyed at the director of The Holdovers, Alexander Payne, was miffed that people were calling this movie cozy because of the subject matter. And I'm so shocked by that because, yeah, there are some serious themes in The Holdovers. It's, it's, it's raw and it's hitting on some powerful things, but it's human and relatable and, and great in that way. And also, like, yeah, dude, you made a really warm-looking movie set during Christmas. It's wonderful to look at. You really get soaked into 70s Christmas aesthetic, and it's super cozy just to watch, like, to look at it. N never mind what it's about. So own it. It's, it's not a bad thing people are saying your movie's cozy. Yeah, because I think some folks equate coziness without having a lot of depth. That's yeah. not true at all. Yeah, as, as we know from the show, like, the show, our podcast is a deep show. And I didn't watch... You are so not invited to my bat mitzvah yet, but I know, Jillian, you love that movie. Yeah, I love that movie. I thought it was a great representation of young friendship between two girls, and I just thought it was really sweet and very true to life. Yeah, a huge theme this year for our nominees and kind of in general for this category, coming of age stories. They're all over this list. The, the only exception to that really is A Haunting in Venice. Really well done horror films. Which is more about <laughs> coming to terms with your age. <laughs> <laughs> All right, time to crack open those books because it is time to look at the coziest book of 2023. I don't know what that transition's about, but we're gonna we're gonna keep it in. Um, so previous winners in this category were Lincoln and the Bardo, Eulog Murder, Mrs. Morris and the Ghost, Mrs. Morris and the Witch, Mrs. Morris Domination, two years in a row. Mm -hmm. I'll be home for Christmas movies by our friend and frequent guest Alonzo Duraldi, and Kitchen Witch was last year's winner by Sarah Robinson. And the nominees for 2023 for Coziest Book are Bookshops and Bone Dust by Travis Baldry, The Five Star Weekend by Ellen Hildebrand, The Little Frog's Guide to Self-Care by Mabel Ikwe, Georgie All Along by Kate Claiborne, Midnight at the Christmas Bookshop by Jenny Colgan. And the winner is... Midnight at the Christmas Bookshop by Jenny Colgan. Congratulations, Jenny. Not to Kanye this moment. <laughs> I'm going to let you coming. finish, Jenny. I'm going to let you finish, Jenny. But of all the years, like I finally have read most of these books. And of course, it's like the one I didn't read. Well, as we've discussed <laughs> many times, the cover of this book is exceptionally cozy. Yes. Jenny, tell your publisher... They're doing an amazing job picking the covers. I do think people clicked on this. You're incredibly cozy cover. You know what, Jillian? I'm going to say this right here on the show. We're going to read a book by Jenny Colgan this year during yeah, let's do our, it. our book club because we have our cozy book club. If you're a patron of our show and I want to see what the fuss is all about because I hear a lot about how cozy these books are. So congratulations again. And I want to put a little plug in here for Bookshops and Bone Dust. 
by Travis Baldry. I love, love, love this book. It is a prequel to Legends and Lattes, which we talked a little bit about last year as an emerging genre called cozy fantasy novels. It's, it's a fantasy book, but it's more laid back, not as much battling or bloodshed, but you're just in a medieval environment with orcs and gnomes and dwarves and <laughs> dragons, and we're all ha- sipping tea. And I really, really loved this book. I, I thought it was even better, in fact, I thought, than Legends and Lattes. Yeah, and I had a really fun time with that book, and it was so new to me. I've never read anything like that before, and that was one of my more favorite book club meetings that we had. I also had a lot of fun at the Georgia Along book club. That was also a book that we read for our book club, and so it's nice to see a lot of book club picks on this list. And then Ellen Hildebrand, we didn't read this book in our book club, but we read another book. Yeah, we, we read The Hotel Nantucket, and then I liked that book so much i went and picked up her newest book which came out last year course the five-star weekend and i love that even more and she is the queen of beach reads for a reason breezy fun cozy nantucket reads have a glass of white wine by your side when you read it very very relaxing and the little frog's guide to self-care to be honest (laughs) i just thought it was really cute and i like the reviews and self-care is always a theme on our show so i'm glad to see that that was a a close second to midnight at the Christmas bookshop. And who doesn't love that little frog with a mushroom on its head and the in the high heels, the boots? Yeah, doing a split, I think. Yeah. <laughs> so whistling our way over to Coziest Song of 2023. The previous winners are New York by St. Vincent, Shallow by Lady Gaga slash Bradley Cooper, Still on My Mind by Dido, I Remember Everything by John Prine. Christmas Isn't Cancelled, Just You by Kelly Clarkson, (laughs) Softly by Arlo Parks, and A Little Bit of Love by Weezer. Yeah, those two, that was a tie last year. Oh, it's a tie. Okay, yes, I remember our first tie ever. And the nominees are Halloween Store by Andy Schoen. I had one destination in mind, and that destination was the Halloween store. I like Christmas by Cher. I like Christmas. I like those loud tacky lights. The ones that flash on and off and make the neighbors uptight. Holiday House by Beach House. Tiny Things by Tiny Habits. From the start by Leve. I sound like a loom, but don't you feel it to confess I loved you from the start. And the winner is another tie. I like Christmas by Cher and Holiday House by Beach House. Yeah, we're having a holiday for sure. <laughs> we really are. <laughs> I am so happy that I like Christmas one because I could just laugh about it for hours on I end. I know the, the title alone. <laughs> it's such a kind of tepid. I like Christmas. You know <laughs> what no, I mean? And it's no offense to share because I thought the album was super fun and I generally do like the song. It's so different. No, and- I, me too. And honestly, a song called I Like Christmas should exist. And thank you, Cher, for finally sticking a claim on that title. It needed to be 
in existence for sure. Well, also what's impressive about it is that you're that accomplished as an artist that you could just roll up a la Christmas. And then it's just <laughs> everyone accepts it. Like if I pitch that as a songwriter, hey, boys, we got to hear this ditty. I'd be left out. But Cher, it's a win. I mean, her whole Christmas album is wonderful and brought the joy to my season. Really played the the heck out of that album. <laughs> my whole family was irritated by the end. And then Holiday House, a song I really love. Beach House, their music just really envelops you and, and pulls you in. It's such a it's like a warm bath of sound. And Holiday House is no exception to that. I love that song. This is always my favorite category. We always manage to have some amazing picks, and it's the hardest at least personally, to narrow down mm -hmm. every single one. I love Halloween Store. That's a personal favorite on this list. Seasonal, contemplative, nostalgic, all the things. So many, so many good ones on here. It's time, Jillian, for our final category of the 7th Annual Cozy Awards. And we always finish with the most important category, and that is coziest, all things cozy listener contribution. This category is an evolution of an older category, which was just coziest listener, but we decided to make it merit-based. And so now it's not just a, a popularity contest, although it, it kind of still is in, in a certain way, but it's also like the acknowledgement of all of the amazing people in our Facebook group, in our Patreon, on Instagram, who really have helped create such a special cozy community even independent of this show, just such a great group of people. We're so honored to have you as listeners. And here are some of the highlights that made it to this nomination stage for the Cozy Awards of people and actions that really stood out to create a really cozy atmosphere around our show. So thank you to everybody for listening. And of course, uh, an acknowledgement of the previous winner in this category, which was A Cozy Space to Write, that post in particular by Mary Rickert. And so our nominees for Coziest Listener Contribution of 2023 are our Patreon book club crew, Anna Victoria Esquivel's Making Monsters Cozy, our guest on that episode, Victoria Hamill, gift card exchange, very special every year, our holiday gift card exchange, Bill Adair, The Cozy Wind Beneath Our Wings, also part of the Patreon book club crew, and Stephanie Nye, who keeps our Facebook group very cozy with her posts. And the winner is... Bill Adair, the cozy wind beneath Yay. our wings. Yay, Bill. Yay, Bill. Bill was in a fierce competition with Gretchen a few years ago, one of our, our previous winners. We category. love Gretchen. Gretchen's also yes, like such a Gretchen. huge part of our cozy community. And oh, we yes. love seeing her posts. So this was a second chance at nabbing that crown. You've been crowned today, Bill. You are the cozy king. I love Bill's humor, all the contributions, all the amazing insights he has. He appears on our book club uh, group. And I love how Bill is also so active in, in the fa Facebook group. He also posts a lot and that's wonderful and all the connections that he's made in that group. So there's a lot of reasons Bill deserves this title and congratulations, Bill. I'm so glad that we, we made friends with you and that you continue to be on our cozy train with us. Choo-choo. I'm so glad that Bill is getting the cozy acknowledgement he deserves. Well, I'm so sad it's over. I know. It, it's crazy how fast a year can go and that we're looking at 2023 in the rear view. But I'm glad that we got to, as is our tradition, take a look at, back at some of those people who really made 2023 cozy. 
Congratulations to all of our nominees and winners. And again, thanks to all of our listeners for helping us pick and reflect on the year. You know, I was thinking maybe we should do a coziest candle word next year. That's been suggested. I love that idea too. And I and I wish it were more feasible, but it's really tricky. If it's like by year, would it oh, be what's released? What's released year? in 2023? Now that I'm thinking about it, maybe I'm being too orthodox about that. Maybe it's just the coziest candles that we had on the show to help us pick one per year, regardless like of when they were released. We'd have Let to me... go back in our notes, though, because it's hard to remember what you sniffed. Listeners, sound <laughs> off in our comments on the Instagram or Facebook and let us know if you really want to see that category be added. And if you think like it would work if it was just the candles that Jillian and I had sniffed personally through the season, at least to pick those out. Because with the other categories, we cast a wider net, not from just stuff that we've discussed, but for anything in that category, generally speaking. And it probably wouldn't be by year because that's kind of a funny way. No one's like, oh, these amazing candles that came out in 2021. What a great year for candles, you know? So I, I think it would have to be like the candles that we sniffed in that year. Mm-hmm. little brainstorm here. You're, you're, in, you're looking behind the scenes here, listeners. Um, yeah. I do want to know, you know what you think. So let us know in the comments. All right, Jillian, it's a new year. It's time to rock into the new year with some new jams. Both of our picks are new albums coming out in the new year. So these songs technically have been out already, but the albums are coming out in 2024. It's always slim pickings. It's so hard at the beginning of the year, the first episode, to pick a a cozy song. I was going through all the ones that were literally released this first week of January, and none of them were plucking any cozy strings for me, so... All right, well, let's dive into what we did find for our soothing sounds. Jillian, what sound is soothing you to kick off 2024? My pick is Columbus and 89th by Sarah Jaros or Jaraz, I apologize, uh, from the album Polaroid Lovers, and it's due for release on January 26th, so coming up... I thought this was a very calm and reflective pick. Sarah wrote this as just to pay tribute to some nostalgia she feels for New York. She lived there for a really long time, but she recently moved to Nashville. And I'm a little hesitant about picking this because Matt made a comment when we were going through our cozy nominees and trying to narrow down. It's like, oh, this one sounds way too folksy. I'm like, oh man, I pick so many songs that are folky and I don't I want to maybe step out of my comfort it's zone it's okay I mean we we, we I, I love your your song selections but it's I mean, true you know we, we do tend to lean indie I would say right yeah. and I want to get out of that space a little bit and dip my toes elsewhere but once again slim pickings this year and even this song I like it but I don't know if I would I know I'm not selling it but let's just take a listen to Columbus and 89th by Sarah Jarose or Jarose. You can only see as far as the crow flies. And sometimes love leaves you tongue-tied. And once in a while, the stars will align at the corner of Columbus and It's a really sweet song. The video, it almost feels like a home movie. Like I'm watching her Mm -hmm. like little iPhone footage she posted at Instagram, but it's black and white and very dreamy. It is, I think, the definition of a soothing sound. It is like just a very calming song to listen to. Yeah, the melody is really nice. What are you listening to in the start of 2024? Well, I'm going 
back to nature. We're getting out of the city, Columbus and 89th, and we're going into Mother Nature by MGMT. This is the first single from Millennial Mainstay, MGMT's forthcoming album, Loss of Life, releasing in February 2024. Contemplative but upbeat, the song blends their classic sound with what I would dare sounds like Oasis. I love their music. I'm a huge MGMT fan in general. Their music is, the sound is so complex and interesting. And I really love the new singles from this upcoming album, including Mother Nature. And kind of in a nod to that sort of slightly more pop sound, like they've always been poppy to a certain extent. They're very psychedelic as well. But in a nod to that, the band did say of this record, musically speaking, we are running at about 20% adult contemporary and no more than this, please. (laughs) But I'm enjoying this 20% adult contemporary direction they're going in. So let's take a listen to Mother Nature by MGMT. I love the cinematic quality of it. Yeah, it's 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 dramatic, but also I love drama. Definitely, if you really look into the lyrics too, I think they're very reflective. I think both on the band's history and just like a lot of cozy imagery, like writing a fairy tale on a midnight drive, like lyrics yeah. like that. I love this this pick. It's also so different than the typical sound that I am used to from them. So I can hear that 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 growth and evolution. I'm so impressed with their evolution as a band because they never really did that thing where they did the same thing twice in a row. They've always changed their sound a little bit. They went into a pretty heavy psychedelic direction after their huge first album. I've listened to some interviews where their record label was like really disappointed with those huge hits like Kids and Time to Pretend. And then they went from that into like really funky, not radio friendly songs at all. And they like lost (laughs) all of their listeners who were there for that. And then they kind of have come back to some of those more poppy elements after they kind of went on, you know, a decade long trip down exploring really complex music. And I loved Little Dark Age, which I think has been on the show. I've mentioned some of those tracks on the show, a very synth heavy, electronic, but kind of dark, very Halloween-y sounding kind of album. And then now to this, like a lot more like I would I would even say like guitar sounds, like really crisp sounds. They have those sounds in their music, but usually it's with a lot of extra bells and whistles. And this one's a, a lot more stripped down. I'm excited for this album. Yeah, me too. Looking forward to it. And that brings us to our first candle review. Maybe this will be a contender for <laughs> a new All Things Cozy Award category. I am burning Prosecco in Pine by Opal House, which is Target's brand of candle. Of course. Of course. I know I know our listeners are like, can you have like more like attainable and budget friendly candles on the show so we can like, you know, if I'm in Target, know to pick it up or avoid it. And we, we heard you. So we, we got mm-hmm. this. Actually, a little background on this, too, is I'd gotten initially as like a backup candle for our tropical Christmas time episode. But Jillian had also gotten a Christmas at the beach. And then I got Yankee Candles Christmas at the beach. <laughs> so now we have all these candles laying around that are like meant for like Christmassy <laughs> slash vacation beach vibes. Hence the Prosecco and Pine. But it's it, like a really interesting combination. Yeah. But I thought, you know what? That's the scent notes are like pine and champagne. And I'm like, eh, that's pretty New Year's friendly, too. So let's pop let's the champagne out there. Let's pop the champagne. Take a sniff. All right. So I am getting I don't know if champagne to them just smells like orange 
but it smells mm. like orange blossom to me or peach. So I would say like it's getting that kind of effervescent scent. It's very fruity, but I would say this smells a lot like orange blossom candles that I've gotten out of places like Ojai, which is like famous for their Ojai oranges. Another wrinkle to this is when I was looking up this candle online, because I like I want to see the official scent description. It's It's gone. Like this was a seasonal scent that they don't make anymore. And now it's Prosecco and peach. Oh. Did you know what, Jillian? You made a mistake. I think, no. I think that there was never any pine. Is that crazy? Is that conspiratorial? Maybe I'm getting a slight whiff of pine. Oh, so now, you... I'm kind, now I kind of am the second I say that. But I'm like, I don't know. Part of me feels like it, it's, it's still the Prosecco and peach candle with a different label on it. So you think they tried to dupe us? Maybe. I don't know. I'm like, Oh, now that I say that, I, I do kind of get like a little bit of an undercurrent of pine. The pine is not really strong at all. Or what if they made a mistake? They accidentally put the pine in and they weren't intending that. Like, okay, we'll just. You know. I'm just getting such a. Because sh- the, the, the notes on the peach one is peach, orange, and champagne. I don't know. I'm getting a lot of peach. I just think that's an interesting combination that would, I would never conceive of, but like a, a pine and Prosecco, but it's. I'm very interested in it. So that's a, disappointing that there's not really a strong hint of pine. I feel like what I get mostly like an orange blossomy peach scent is very fruity. And so I think I'm going to give no wicks to this candle wow. because I don't really think it's delivering the pine piece of it. And I really have my doubts about it being a special scent apart from peach and Prosecco. I'm going to I'm going to put on my tinfoil hat. Or something suspicious. Yeah. I believe that because I think that's such an odd combination to put together that I think it was accidental or they put that label on to just I, I almost wonder what sale. they might have done is like they had the Prosecco and Peach candle, which is like more of a mainstay. And then they maybe they I'm, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. They did drop some pine scent in there, but it's just not coming through to me outside of that like orangey peach scent. For some reason, the, this creator is feeling of what champagne smells like. I, I kind of get the effervescent like attitude it's giving. <laughs> but like, I don't know. I just don't I don't think it's quite delivering on that. And so I, I'm going to be stricter this year. That's a New Year's resolution. And I really want our listeners to get the best of the best. And I don't I think you can skip Prosecco and Pine personally. Yeah, I have a feeling they might even do it next year. Yeah. Sounds like a bust. Yeah, I would say so. And, and you can't even buy it anymore off of Target. So they, they took it away probably because people were sniffing them out. What they yeah. were doing. Also, but you can, you can buy Prosecco and Peach if this does sound appealing to you. I bet it'll smell the same. There you go. We could have cease and desist from Target. <laughs> You're not allowed to enter any Target from <laughs> yeah. now on. All right. Well, that wraps up our All Things Cozy Awards episode, our first episode of 2024. We are looking forward to a new year with you as our listeners. Hope you had a wonderful holiday season. Before we go, we do have some shout outs. Now, if you remember, we had made a request. I had made a request that we get to 200 reviews before Christmas time. And listeners, you didn't do it. You disappointed me. We got oh. to 192, I think. But I am so happy and um, grateful for the people who, well, for all of you for listening, but also for the people who stepped up. And I think we got like 10 more reviews altogether, which Jeez, is a huge it's a number. holiday season. Yeah, it's, it's People are season, busy yeah. and grateful for the extra reviews that we got. And we had some really sweet ones to come back to after break. Right. It's really, you know, really heartwarming. Exactly. And you know what? There's nothing wrong with a late Christmas present. It's never too late. If you still want to leave a review, it does help people find our show. But we do want to read some of these shout outs. So I don't know if it's an I or an L, but L or I D J F N wrote, <laughs> I want to be friends with these two. They fill my cup of tea. 
we want to be friends with you too. Thank yes. you for listening and, and writing that review. That's so sweet. And this is from Sloth Friend, which sounds familiar. Maybe a few sloths in our miss, but I definitely think this is a new review. It came in in December after our last episode. So it's wonderful to come back to. And Sloth Friend says, a great podcast. The hosts have a sweet dynamic. The toppings are charming and fun. And I look forward to each new episode. Thanks for championing Cozy. Well, someone has to carry that torch and <laughs> <laughs> it is us. So thank you, Sloth Friend. It was really sweet of you to say. And HHP4900 wrote, Listening to Matt and Julian's podcast is like sitting down with two good friends for a cup of tea where everyone is wrapped up in a blanket on the couch. They go to extra lengths with their research and I find myself looking at past shows for the recipes and movie recommendations. Keep up the great work. Thank you. And thank you for shouting out our past episodes. At this point, we can make some really big collections of Christmas episodes and fall themed episodes and a lot of great, especially like seasonal stuff. So if you're gearing up for this winter, we have a lot of great winter episodes. We'll have some more to come, of course, in the new year. But check out our back catalog. It's very cozy if you haven't listened to some of those old episodes. Yeah, and it's really sweet of you to highlight the amount of research. And I have to tip my um, hat to Matt because he does a great job of re researching everything. But it does take a lot of work to put these episodes together. So it's really kind of you to to recognize that part of it. And I'm glad that it's paying off and that it's you know resulting in these cozy finds for you. Yes, thank you. And of course, you can support our show and what we do by joining our Patreon. You can join it even for free just to follow the show on that platform if you're there. But if you want to support with a contribution, that does unlock certain benefits. So if you are, um, for example, a votive member of our Patreon, you get access to our book club episodes. That means you're part of our book club. So we have a monthly meeting record those meetings live and post them. So if you can't attend them, you can hear what everyone's thoughts are on the books. And you get to talk to us live in person, at least the way that we're running it right now as, as of this recording, where we just talk about the book that we re read every month. And this month we're reading The Highly Sensitive Person by Dr. Elaine and Aaron. Yes. Aaron. And so that's the book we're reading for January. And again, if you can't make the live recording, no worries. We do post the, the next day or two the, the video recording of that and the exclusive book club podcast feed that you'll get access to. And if you really want to support our show in the new year, you're feeling extra generous in 2024, you can also subscribe at our pillar level and that will get you an exclusive All Things Cozy mug with, with our limited edition winter design, which we will retire at the end of this current season, let's say, when we, when we wrap up in the spring. Check that out. We're at patreon.com slash all things cozy. And again, we are, we are so grateful that you're here with us listening to our show into 2024. We hope you have a wonderful start to your new year. And we'll be back in your ears in just a couple more weeks with another episode. And we're going to look again at those cozy trends that we've been noticing, but also our predictions in the world of coziness in 2024 <laughs> and checking in on uh, the predictions that we made last year to see if those came true. Yes, I'm really looking forward to that. We had so much fun last year coming up with those predictions, and I'm so excited to see what landed and what, <laughs> what, yeah. what didn't. Yeah, um, and we'll, we'll put yeah. ourselves out there again and make some new ones too. Yeah. Until next time, stay, stay cozy. cozy.